Hello and welcome to another great episode of Glitters of Life podcast. I am your host Rohit Kokne and today we have a very special guest on the show. She is Simona Costantini. She is a podcast producer and a podcast host and she hosts the podcast called Happiness Happens and today we have taken up the same topic which is happiness. So Simona welcome on the show and it is a pleasure to host you. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much and Before we start I would like to know from you like how happy are you today? Oh, that's a really good question. I balance happiness on this like scale of 0 to 100%. So how much percentage am I today? So I would say today I'm probably at about a 65%, I would say. Oh. <laughs> this to scope to yeah here's the thing because i i think that there's like this this huge misconception that in order to feel good and have a good day and enjoy your time and enjoy your life that you have to be operating at 100% every day yeah. and that's not necessarily the case right sometimes we can be operating at a lower frequency but still be at peace and still be internally happy but maybe you're not shining at like 100% and that's okay yeah and as the day passes uh, we don't have that 100% of energy so if you're asking me like how happy are you how uh, grateful are you for today absolutely 100% but then again mm-hmm. the energy matters and then accordingly your happiness will depend and right now it's 28th december i'm recording the last episode of the 2023 so for that matter i am very happy and you yes. being that particular guest uh, we are talking about a great uh, topic itself so simona i have seen that uh, the concept of happiness is quite fleeting okay mm. and it just like you feel at that particular moment and then at the next moment it is something very different so mm-hmm. when we say this particular thing uh, how do you define the purpose of life like so what is the purpose of life when the happiness is quite fleeting Mm, I think the purpose of life is is to be of service and be of service in terms of to your family, to your friends, to your loved ones, to your you know, your community, your business or whatever it is that you're doing. I think we find true fulfillment through the service of other people. Now that's a little bit different than sacrificing our own boundaries yeah. and our own, you know, our own personal boundaries. to make somebody else feel happier that's a different story right because we don't want to go over our capacity if you will yeah. in order to pour into somebody else but when we take a look and when we take a look at our own selves like on on the inside we can create more happiness around us by figuring out what is it that we can do to be of service of to somebody else and how do we how do we achieve that so that's what i that's what i would say for that and i'm happy to go deeper if you want to but you tell me <laughs> <laughs> definitely and it's a quite a great perspective simona because then we have seen that uh, people have got a very different definition people have mm-hmm. been into very different situations as well and accordingly the matter of fact that the happiness differs with each and every person so they might be fi- finding happiness is something that they are totally enjoying while doing so for mm. me podcasting is something that i find my happiness and yeah. my happiness index goes up uh, about there but if i am getting stuck into some kind of a work which is not fascinating enough then i won't be finding a lot of happiness exactly. so i feel that the purpose of life should not be just uh, totally interlinked with happiness uh, the happiness uh, will always be there out mm-hmm. okay you just have to find the moments you just have to do the uh, damn good work 
and then exactly. everything will get attached to it so that exactly. has been my case yeah i love so, that that's uh, kind of what i was saying though about you know when you asked me how happy am i today and i said you know 65% it's because you can still you know, you can still go through other things in your life because life is life, even though, you know, it's the morning for me here today when we're recording this, but you know, there's still things that happen before that morning, but it's about, you know, you said gratitude and happiness together. And I don't necessarily think that that they're the same, you you know what I mean? Like they're different, they're different frequencies. Um, you can always remain grateful, right. And obviously still not be or feel 100% happy but like this being here with you brings me so much happiness and fills up my cup so even though maybe I got on this call feeling 65 I'm probably going to leave our interview feeling 85 you know so it's that communication (laughs) that togetherness having a conversation sharing ideas being in someone else's presence that brings you joy right those things fill up your cup and so you have to know how do you fill up your cup Right. Right. And that's really important. People say, fill up your cup and then you can pour into other people. But like, how do you do that for you? Because everybody is different. Yeah. And definitely uh, see to enjoy that particular happiness, to enjoy that particular uh, sense of having that happiness, we just have to Mm. set up the right processes. So like what Mm. different are we doing? So if it is the same routine, then we are not going to enjoy that particular thing. So right. we just have to embrace the new things. We just have to try out the various ways so that the process becomes different. And then the outcome, which will be derived from that particular moment or whatever work you are doing, that would be surely uh, be giving you the hype, uh, happiness. And Simona, one thing I have observed that uh, we are now living into the hyper-connected world. So it's yeah. quite easier to forget people and to connect with the newer people as well. Yeah. And that is happening like due to social media. It's quite, it was quite easier for us to send that email out, then record this episode. And we don't know like how future holds for us. See, professional exactly. likes us will be connected, like will be staying connected, but it will not be the same case uh, for each and every individual. So mm. during such times, uh, where do you find the moments of genuine happiness? Because each and mm. every person is striving their own ways of finding it, but again, get clueless. So what's your way about that? I love that you asked that. And I think that's a really good question because everyone, exactly like you said, everyone's way to find happiness is their own personal journey. And I think one of the biggest things that's been super transformational in my own life and the life that, you know, people that I see is how much, okay, there's a few things. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Yeah. How much time are you investing into people who don't deserve to be in that space with you? And then how much are you giving of yourself to, you know, family and friends? And is it being appreciated? Because I think it's totally fine to, to, to give. And I'll, you know, I think this is just, this is just from my, my perspective. So you tell me if you think I'm wrong, but you know, you're of Indian culture and I'm of Italian culture. And I've always said this to anyone that I've ever met that I feel like the, Indian and the Italian culture are very similar. Even though we're from different parts of the world, it centers around food, family, faith, being together, helping your family, you know, supporting your parents, your elders. Like it's all very interconnected and it's the same in Italian culture. And what can happen with that and be really challenging with that is we're brought up and we're raised that you live and you serve your parents and your elders. That is your life, right? Right. It is. So how do you find anything outside of that that brings you joy? Because the older school way of thinking 
aka my parents, my grandparents, <laughs> probably your parents, your grandparents, and so yeah. on. <laughs> that way of thinking is completely different than the way we think today. And so we're looking for joy and happiness and purpose, and they're looking for service, right? And so that is not a bad thing. It's just about balancing our own desires and, and linking it with the bigger picture. Because, you know, how do you find that space of um, connectedness with the people that you love and also take that time for yourself too? It's very difficult. And it, yeah. it takes a lot of rewiring the stories that are in our minds, right? Right. Yeah. I totally agree. And whatever you said about that family faith mm. and helping them out, totally it is the same culture that we are following. And as you said about mm. uh, the way of thinking, uh, we know how they think, we know what they're expecting from us. And that is how we just have to find out the moments where, we, where mm -hmm. it is leading us. Because then... Uh, during those particular times, uh, things were different. We weren't, we weren't having that kind of exposure. But now the society has progressed. We are seeing a lot of elements. Uh, the, the current generation, the current generation is able to get a lot of exposure with respect to each and everything. Okay, so they, they are getting good education, they are getting good life. And uh, the kind of financial conditions are also good. So it mm -hmm. automatically gives rise to the kind of happiness or the uh, feeling of belongingness that increases yes. uh, very drastically but mm -hmm. uh, in the older days the days were quite tough with respect to if i talk about my own family like they had to face a lot of hardships and mm -hmm. then they have to make their way on out from there uh, that particular moment exactly so it added a lot of stress but then uh, it is more about like where you want to go Mm -hmm. so it's, it's not about yeah oh, sorry go ahead no no I was just gonna say please, it's very please, interesting too it's interesting to me too because you know so my family came from Italy and they immigrated yeah. here my grandparents and they came you know with nothing you know just as people do even nowadays like you come with yeah. nothing and you live all together and you're, you know 15 people in a home all together and you're all living together and you're supporting each other <laughs> and all of that and you know then my grandparents had my dad and my my aunts and my uncles and they grew up here and then my parents had me and I grew up here in a very, you know, blessed life, you know, yeah, yeah. and still was questioning my own happiness and still questioning my own purpose and not having to struggle in the same way that generations did before me. Right. But still sitting here feeling like I feel incomplete. I feel like there's something missing. I feel yes. like, you know, there's something that I should be doing that's more. And the biggest thing is knowing that you serve on a soul level too. So you have that thing within you, whatever that little nudge within you is that you feel like you just need to harness or want to, you know, create from or, or whatever that specific thing is, you have to follow that. And what comes with that is challenge, right? Because People older than us don't understand in the same way. My parents were like, what do you mean you're leaving your stable corporate job that you've spent the last 10 years trying to build? What do you mean you're going and you're going to do your own thing? And it, I think there's a, there's a fear of safety at the, at the bottom yeah, of that. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of us have this fear of safety. I did. And for me, the fear of safety was monetary, right? Because you're told your whole life, you, you go, you have to get this really good job. You have to make a lot of money and you'll never be able to make any other money in any other way, especially <laughs> if you work for yourself. You cannot, there's no way, right? That's what they tell you until you actually do it. Yeah. 
That's I mean, cool. that's the craziest part. And so you do it and you you try and you try again. I remember my mom saying to me like, I don't know, Simona, this is very risky. Like I, I you know, this is, it's just not good. You're not going to have benefits. You're not going to what all this different stuff. In the first year that I was in business, I matched my corporate salary. In the second year that I was in business, I tripled it. Isn't that crazy? The limitations Absolutely. we put on yeah. ourselves based off of the things that people tell us about who and how we should be. Right. And uh, with the kind of family we have, there's always a safety net. It's up to you. Mm. Like, do you want to jump into it or do you just want, you don't want that particular safety net. So exactly. you just have to get started. When I started my own podcast, for me, it was kind of a passion project. It still is today, but I have been doing it in a very good way is what I believe. Mm. But earlier I didn't have uh, resources. So I was not sure like how long I I'll be doing this thing. So I started with mobile phone recorder. I didn't have this pitch, tempo, tone, etc. I don't come from wow. a media background. I'm a kind yeah, of a yeah. finance person. Yeah. So right now I'm into the family business. So doing this, uh, doing all of this uh, with the kind of work I'm into, it was totally contrasting. I started mm. creating uh, content on LinkedIn and other social media applications. So I never thought about this particular thing, but it's more about like, how do you embrace these particular challenges? How do you hmm. uh, hone your skills? And if that offers you a kind of a great exposure, then you'll be feeling a lot of, a lot happy. And then uh, the journey gets started and they weren't sure like how it is going to be rewarding unless and until I won an award, I won, uh, I can get, got the recognition as well. So that is something they started to cherish. No, it is working. Mm. He's doing good. <laughs> they started exactly. telling a lot of people. <laughs> that made me We're happy. proud of so, him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's more about like the traditional approach we try to go with. Again, uh, I'm a kind of a person who will love to stick to those uh, principles and ethics of mm. whatever we do in the traditional way. But again, yeah. uh, if you're going to try out new things, it's always about go and see how it works. And mm -hmm. this is how like... Uh, if you're going to challenge yourself, then it will make you happy. And then you'll mm -hmm. be trying to do more of it. Even exactly. if your cup is full. Exactly. So that is more about it. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, I could relate to your story. Like how did you uh, start with the business? Then you uh, grew it along with your, uh, the kind of exposure you got. So do you think that while doing all of this, uh, the happiness has got the intrinsic value that it gives you a kind of extra push? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because I feel like for the first time in my life, I'm actually following the things that bring me the most joy and the things that I want to do, you know? And I think when we challenge ourselves to have hobbies and have likes and try new things, we grow a lot and we learn yeah. a lot about ourselves. And when we step just a little bit outside of our comfort zone, we create this deeper sense of self-love and self of like a different sense of purpose. And I think that is a really powerful way to achieve more happiness. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I would definitely say so. Great to know because uh, whenever we start something new and if it is offering a kind of a discomfort at uh, the initial levels, we feel that it is not working. We are not growing that well. We have to mm. work on a lot of strategies and that will add to some kind of a discomfort and the stress as well. And during that particular stress, uh, we'll start overthinking like what is going to be the outcome of whatever we are doing. Because the human brain works in a very different fashion. Uh, yeah. Even if you are doing it for the passion thing, you add the like 
some kind of a tiny corner you start thinking about like is it going to be rewarding is it going to mm-hmm. offer me money yeah. and is it justifiable if i st- keep doing uh, for the number of years and still mm. not be getting paid so it's yes. more about like at times you don't have to think about money at times it makes you known with the kind of work you are doing so that has been my thought process behind like not demotivating myself and trying to be happy in whatever i am doing so that is the reason and i would love to know from you simona mm. that uh, you started this happiness happens podcast so what was the intent behind it and why this particular topic in first place because there are n number of shows there are mm. n number of niches uh it could be your like you started with the business and you grew it uh, multifold so that was uh, one thing that you could have talked about but then why just happiness so i host two podcasts so i yeah. have the happiness happens then i have as it relates to podcasting as mm-hmm. it relates to podcasting teaches people how to podcast the happiness happens is my passion project and it's always been my passion project happiness happens was my personal growth tool you know how some people will journal and some people will meditate and some people will do all kinds of things for me my podcast was a way for me to process the things that i was going through in my life and how i was experiencing life so i think it was in it was in 2018 and it was in the summertime and i remember saying to my partner at the time he was my boyfriend at the time then he turned fiance then he turned husband and now he's turned ex-husband but that's okay it was that's a whole journey in and of itself um so he him and i we, we were talking one day and i was like i am so unhappy like i was like i i i disliked everything about myself i was judgmental i was you know not thoughtful of other people i was just I don't know, so many qualities and things that I didn't like about myself. And so he said to me, he's like, "Okay, he's like, well, you ha- like if you're so unhappy, like why don't you do something about it?" And I remember thinking to myself, "Okay, this is the this is I've got to do something about this." So I started going to therapy, which that was a whole new experience for me. I've never done that before. So I started going to therapy, and um in that process, I started to learn about grief and sadness and fear and the stories we tell ourselves and feeling alone and like all these different concepts and joy and gratitude and all these different things. And then I thought to myself, okay, if I feel this way, there's got to be somebody else in this world on this planet who feels the same way as I do. Yeah, totally. So, right? So then I thought to myself, I'm like, how do I communicate this and what I'm learning and what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing to other people in the world as well? And I thought, okay, well, podcast. Why not? I had no social media presence. I wasn't online. I didn't like social media, like nothing, nothing. Like I I, I was not a, it was not a thing. I just I just yeah, wanted yeah. to do a podcast. And the intention of the podcast was always has been and still is to help one person feel less alone. If I've made one person feel left if I've made one person feel less alone, I've accomplished my task. I've accomplished my mission. That was my goal. And so I started recording these episodes and talking about fear and all of these, you know, different pieces, gratitude, joy and everything else under the sun. And people started reaching out and being like, "Wow, like this is, you know, this is really good." And then I started bringing on guests and I started interviewing people. And 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 then it just kind of spiraled from there. I started interviewing different people. And then people started asking me, you know, how did you create your podcast? Can you help me launch my podcast? So I said, okay, sure, no problem. Then I, I, I said, okay, well, everyone wants this service from me. So why don't I start it up as a business? So I did, launched my services, sold out in 72 hours, and I've never looked back. 
you know? So it's like, if you don't take that step, you have no idea where you're like, if I never started that <laughs> podcast, I probably would not be here or maybe I would be, but in a very different way. Totally. I totally agree to it because your journey, like I have been uh, looking at my own journey, whatever, whatever you were talking with respect mm. to the podcasting, how did you start? I could relate to my own journey as well. I started on to the similar uh, note as well, because really, it is quite a different uh, aspect of uh, kind of content creation, I would say, because more and more people are offering a kind of different services. They have been mm. the experts into their own fields, but podcasting is such an authentic medium that you don't have to attach to any kind of filters. This is the raw conversation that we are doing. We, we haven't scripted anything. We are just talking uh, our ways through our thoughts itself. So it offers a great experience to the viewers and the listeners as well. And that is how uh, the entire journey goes on. Uh, today mm. itself, I was talking to one of my friend. I could relate to whatever you said about the journaling and meditation. So I said to her that I haven't tried meditation at all. But I oh. love to be like, uh, I love to cycle around uh, the villages mm. and onto the roads. So she said that it's your kind of a meditation. It doesn't yes. have to be like sitting at that one particular place and doing that particular activity whatever you find like it's all about the state of mindfulness and if mm -hmm. you are there out there into your own place then it's kind of a meditation for you it's just that the definition the way of doing it differs so uh, totally. if you, yeah so if you're going to find happiness if you're going to find purpose in all these places it's more about do whatever suits you the best and you don't have to agree to the common notions that those have been created onto the internet or written in any kind of books Exactly. It's more about that particular thing. And when we talk more about happiness, there is another similar word that comes to my mind is Simona, pleasure. So when we mm. talk about happiness versus pleasure, uh, how do you see to these words? And were there any kind of a thing into your own line that you ever chosen for fun over a kind of a like, it didn't seem right to you, but you uh, like started it for the fun purpose. And how did it turn out? <laughs> you make me laugh because I feel like my entire <laughs> life is like that. You know, <laughs> I very much live against the grain of what people expect that you would do in life. And I don't really follow the traditional paths. I've always been like that. I, I'm a little bit of like a, a, like a rule pusher, if you will, not in a way, not in like a political way or yeah. anything like that, but just like in life, you know what I mean? Someone says, oh, you shouldn't do that because of this. I'm like, well, let me show you. I'm going to do it anyways, <laughs> you know? So I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like that's my entire life, you know, and, and, and trying to find that pleasure in all of those moments of my life. Um, you know, if I, if I want to go and travel somewhere, I go, I don't give myself the excuse of, Oh, well, it's not the right time or this person needs me or this happens and whatever. And, you know, and that might sound selfish to some people, but I don't think that it is. And I was, I was having this conversation with my, with one of my friends yesterday, actually yesterday we were having this conversation and, um, she, she had said, something along the lines of like, you're more selfish than most people. And yeah. I thought to myself, I was like, interesting. And she's like, but I don't mean it in a bad way. Like, I don't think it's like a negative selfish. We had a conversation around it afterwards. And what she was getting at was that I protect my peace in the best way that I possibly can. And to other people that comes off as selfish, self-centered, only caring about yourself. But that's not necessarily the case. And so I think that's a really important piece to overall pleasure in life. You know, I'm not saying go and be rid of all of your responsibilities and don't support your family or anything. Like that. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is that you are worth it too. 
you know, and that you are allowed to try different things. And so I have this joke with myself because you asked like, you know, if there's anything, you know, that I do like for fun, like that kind of stuff. Um, everything that I do in some way turns into a business of some kind unintentionally. Like I try, you know, podcasting was meant just for fun. And then it turned into a business, you know, I dog sit for fun because I love them. It turned into a business. Um, you know, maybe, maybe reading. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't published a book yet, but I'm sure that's coming too. I was going to say, like, ask that particular thing, like author Simona. <laughs> yeah, right. Ask me again next year. No, I'm just kidding. I want a signed copy. Perfect. I will mail it to you. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> cool. And uh, totally, again, uh, the perspectives you talked about being selfish and putting yourself mm. out there onto the first position always matter a lot. But then Simona... Uh, there's come, there comes a point where we start like uh, we start relating happiness uh, to the peace. So what's mm. your way? Like, will you be choosing happiness over peace or are they related to you? Because mm. it's quite a different scenario for each and every person. And mm-hmm. at times they want a kind of a calm and composed life. They mm-hmm. don't want a lot of fun. They just want to live the way they are doing. And mm-hmm. they will be missing out on a fun as well with respect to the mm-hmm. happiness. So what's your uh, methodology of living life? Love that. So one question that I ask on my podcast, I ask every single guest at the beginning of the show is what does happiness mean to you? And everyone always gives me a different answer because I want to understand. I don't study happiness or anything like that, but I want to understand what regular people think about happiness, right? And so I started asking that question. I started getting people's answers and all that. And I kind of formed my own definition and opinion of happiness years ago when I first started the podcast. Actually, not when I first started, but like probably halfway through after I started having these conversations. For me, happiness is inner peace. And inner peace is unique to us, which is why happiness is unique to our own selves, right? So when we are able to find our own inner peace, it doesn't matter what happiness looks like to anybody else because it, all that matters is what happiness feels like for us. And for me, happiness feels like inner peace. So when I'm at peace with my mind, body, soul decisions, then I'm aligned. I'm living in alignment and I'm living in peace. And it allows us, in my opinion, to live kinder and to be more empathetic, to be more understanding, to be more present, right? To show up for the people that we love to show up for ourselves because we are in total alignment. And I'm not a huge meditator either, like you were saying before, but my way of meditation is walking. I love to walk. So anytime I'm walking, I feel like I drop right back into alignment. I love it. And, you know, if it is unique to everybody, but I think it's also just really important to, to figure out what are the things that make your soul light up? You know, those little things that make us like, Oh, I really like that thing. Or, Oh, that feels, that feels good. Like, I like that. I want to do more of that. Those little indicators give you the path, right? So if you're someone who likes to read and every time you get into a really good book, you're like, Oh, this is great. This is bliss. I love this. That's you living in an, in alignment. And if you'd yeah. rather do that on a Friday night than go to go out and you know go out on the town and all that, then that's amazing. You're living in your authentic truth. Because who can say what will make us happy? You know, for one person, a jet plane will make you happy, right? And another person, you know, 
living in a small town on a, on a farm with surrounded by family is happiness. It all just depends what is inner peace for you. Absolutely. And we just have mm. to reflect on to our own journey as well, how we have lived that particular year or so. Today itself, I, I was going through my own reflections with respect to that. And I could mm. uh, like assess that I haven't crossed the state boundary as well this year. But I was still content with uh, whatever I have done. I haven't met a lot of people, but still uh, made a healthier effort to get in touch uh, virtually. That is how yeah. we grow. It's more yes. about finding that particular joy in whatever you are doing and yes. in a better way. You don't have mm -hmm. to get disheartened uh, with respect to if you don't get to do certain things into your particular way, then there comes a time for that as well. You just have to mm -hmm. be patient enough and then uh, it will come to you. So it's more about like for me, traveling and having a good food is kind of a happiness. <laughs> so I love that. <laughs> me too. When you're coming to India. <laughs> um, you know what? I would love to come to India. What I have to ask you after, well, you can tell me now, but I have to ask you too, like what part of India are you in? Uh, like I'm near to Mumbai. So, oh, yeah, I would love, I would love yeah. to go to India. I've never been. You surely come. I'd love to host you and we can roam around, uh, very different places here in India and you surely amazing. love the vibe. I would because, love that. Because, uh, culturally, uh, it's so huge. It's so great. Mm -hmm. And we have a diverse culture and it's more about like when you have the known people with you, then the chances of exploring that, getting that particular happiness, trying out different things will, uh, enhance the kind of a traveling feel you want to have. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, Mumbai is quite a major city in India. Like after the capital city of Delhi, Mumbai is something like it was a financial, financial capital of India. So a lot of That's things cool. happen out here. So quite near to love it. That. And would love to be uh, host you here. Thank you. I'll let you know when I come. And, <laughs> yep. <laughs> now continuing our conversation, Simona. Mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about the happiness. Like it comes to few people quite easily, but not to mm -hmm. others. So there is a common notion. There is a kind of a noise that surrounds that rich people are more happier. Uh, than the poor we don't have to distinct uh, distinguish between the rich and poor it is not so but does it happen that for few people it comes easily and why is it so I think for some people happiness can come can come easier than others um, I think it has to a lot to do with the way that people are raised how people grow up you know the situations and the circumstances that they're in when they grow up um I don't necessarily think just because you have more money than somebody else, you're happier. I don't think that that, like, I mean, people will say, you know, money, money will buy happiness and all that kind of stuff. And there is some truth to that too, because like, yeah, yeah you know, being able to afford the things that you want in your life brings you joy, brings you happiness. But I think the ultimate happiness is the gratitude that you feel for your life. And I think what happens is we can get so bogged down with what's going on in the world, what's going on in the media, what's happening within our families, what's happening in all these different things that we take on these stories that are not necessarily our own stories and they're mm. not true about who and how we are. And so we start to live our lives in a way that is out of alignment. Yeah. And then we don't feel happy because I'll tell you this. When I was growing up, I grew up with everything that I could have ever needed or wanted. My family wasn't like, you know, rich or anything like that, but we always, we never went Same, without. Yeah. 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 We never went without. And I know that's not the case for everybody. And still, when I got into my early 20s, I 
had this like deep unhappiness. And it was because all of my other needs in my life were unmet, right? That Maslow's hierarchy, like the, the safety, security, those pieces were missing in my life. So just because I grew up in a family where we had, you know, what everything we could have needed, there were still a lot of needs within myself that were mm. never met. And so yeah. when you live your life in a way where all of those needs are not met, it can be a real challenge. It really can. Yeah. Because we start to look at life around us and we're like, okay, but I have everything. And now I feel guilty because I should be more grateful and I should be happier. But it's like the happiness comes deeply from within. And so it's about uncovering that story within us and what is missing. You know, for me, I started to realize what was missing in my life was an emotional connection to people. Okay, why am I missing that emotional connection? Is it something I'm doing? Is it who I'm attracting? Am I not being vulnerable enough? You know, and then you start to tap into different parts of yourself. Like you said, you meet new people online, in person, doesn't matter. You travel, you go around, you have new experiences. I think that's important too, is giving yourself the chance to have those new experiences is really important. Like I've learned more through traveling than I would have ever in my life. Like if I didn't travel places, I don't think I'd have the same awareness. Yeah, you know, yeah. you learn how other people in the world live. You see how other cultures function. Like I love being in Europe, okay? Because in Europe, everyone is together in the evening. Everyone is in the courtyard. Everyone is having, you know, a drink if you want to. People are dancing. People are having a good time. They're just sitting and they're living. But you come to North America and everybody is stressed out all the time. Everybody yeah. is working 24 seven. People come here because they think it's like, oh, this beautiful life, like this, that, whatever. And it's like, yeah, it is. But you also have so much disconnection. You know, like, I'll, okay, I'll give you another example. So my, sure. um, in my neighborhood, I, I live in like a, a sub, like a suburban neighborhood and it's a really, like, I live in a really great town. It's a small town. So we have small town, you know, feeling and my neighbors and I, um, we all became friends. I've lived here for three years and the, you know, the ones next door to me across the street and around the corner, we hang out all the time, you know, not, it doesn't have to be like, you know, all day, every day, whatever, but we see each other all the time. And I remember someone saying to me, wow, that's really special that you have that with your neighbors. And I was like, yeah, it is really special. But also what does that say for the rest of the world in North America? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what does that say for the rest of the people who live in the towns around us? People are just so consumed with themselves. They just go to their job, come home, do their family, you know, focus on their family, get their kids ready for bed at like six o'clock, go to bed, turn on the TV, zone out, no connection. <laughs> Why? And it's no wonder people aren't happy. You know what I mean? Like you're doing nothing to fill your cup other than to go and work a job, stress yourself out all day, come home, take care of your kids, stress yourself out more, which there's nothing wrong with it. Like I, I like kids, but like, you know, you, you do all that. And then you just sit and you numb your brain with the TV. Like there's nothing additional put into your life. There's no phone call to someone that you love. You know, there's no sitting and reading a book. And so it's like, yes, I love living here and also traveling has opened my eyes in ways that I'll never be able to put a price on, you know? And so I, this is a very long winded answer. So I'm sorry about that, but I just think no. it's really important because the more we allow ourselves to grow and do the things that actually bring us that joy, whatever that looks like to you, you expand your awareness and then you can't live in any other way afterwards because you want more of what makes you feel good. You know? Yeah. <sighs> so, wow. Now that I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> 
Every word about like uh, getting those people out there. So hmm. we have this differences with uh, with respect to the culture in uh, mm-hmm. different states as well. So if you take my state, it's kind of like it doesn't mix up with the people. But if you go hmm. uh, to the state of Gujarat, uh, which is just next to me or like a neighboring state, uh, it's quite different. So ah. their people will come together. They'll be having joy and they'll be having more fun. So it's more about the people, and they bitch about uh, the people itself again. <laughs> like your state people are quite creepy. You won't be mixing up with the people. You won't be getting yeah. along, and we don't like to love that kind of a life. So it's mm-hmm. more about the differences. And again, uh, I love that particular culture about getting along with the people mm-hmm. because you have that feeling of belongingness. You get with the people. You enjoy with them. you get to know about like how the culture unfolds what their expectations are and what you can give to them so it's mm-hmm. more about the exchange okay and that makes the life wonderful otherwise uh, if you are just going to be uh, with us uh, with respect to the individuality then mm-hmm. it is not going to add growth to our life is what i believe i agree so, with you yeah it's more about like embrace that particular culture as well get known to the people be into yes. them see what they are expecting how you can uh, be of help to them and mm-hmm. it's more about like uh, you don't have to do something good to them it's mm-hmm. more about like uh, how good you are enough uh, to so that they can learn from your actions itself Mm-hmm. So again, that is the kind of a feeling that you have. But mm-hmm. I have find uh, like I have seen that few people start pursuing happiness as well, Simona. So does it make us unhappy? Because when we talk to these people, if they are trying to pursue happiness, uh, mm-hmm. they often come and say that I don't have enough time to do all of this thing. Like I can't be happy. I can't do this and that. So that makes them unhappy as well. So mm-hmm. you see that happiness comes uh, naturally, or when they start pursuing it, it becomes quite un- un- unhappy affair for them. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting point, and I think that. you know everyone has the same amount of time every single day right but i think that you know i would t- i would challenge that person to look at your life and the stuff that you're doing that you feel you're so busy with it do you actually need to be that busy with all of those things yeah. you know what i mean like i think a lot of the times and i say this i say this to myself often because i i work a lot like you know i i i work a lot because it allows me to travel and it allows me to take time off when i want to and and whatever so when i'm home and when i'm working that's what i want to do that said i feel like a lot of the stuff that we do on a daily basis it's all choices mm-hmm. and i think that it can we can add a lot of additional drama quote unquote <laughs> i use that word lightly drama into our lives um for things that we think are important that might not actually be important so i would encourage that person if you're listening to this and you feel that way just take a little bit of an inventory of your life and then how much time are you spending doing things that you actually shouldn't be really giving a lot of time to anyways that's how you start to make new connections in your brain and you start to do different things right um and i i know that okay i know that a lot of people are are really busy and i know especially in north america you know the the cost of living here is so high you know it's outrageous but then i think to myself even though there's so much struggle there's always the opportunity to take a moment and soak it all in you know Definitely. so let's say you're working at um 
you know, you're driving, let's say you're working two jobs and you're driving in between your two jobs and, or you're commuting between your two jobs, whatever it is that you're doing to get there. Can you close your eyes for one minute or maybe don't close your eyes if you're driving, but like, you know what I mean? Like if, if, can you just take a pause for one minute and just drop back into, into yourself? You know, if you're working, um, uh, you know, a job and you get a break, let's say, what are you doing with that 15 minutes that you have on your break or your 10 minutes of your break? You know what I mean? Are you going to go on to social media and scroll and make yourself feel like whatever? Or do you have a book that you love if you love to read and you know, you don't have a lot of time to read, you know, can, can you open that book maybe for 10 minutes or five minutes? or something. It's just starting to create little different habits in your life. And I know it's not easy and I know it's not a fast change and I know it's things that take time. So I'm not trying to sit here and be like, just do something different because I know that's not necessarily the case, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, it's true, right? Like one thing that was always important to me was more movement in my life. Okay. So I, if I, uh, if I want to go for a walk, but I don't have time for an hour walk. Okay. I can just walk around my block for five minutes. Yeah. And it changes your energy, you know? So that's what, that's what I was like. Just maybe take inventory of like your time and like how much time you're actually spending on the things that you're doing and where can you fit in little things that you love to do? Where can you fit that in amongst all of the other chaos that you have going on? That'd be my answer. Right. And it's more about like uh, that particular uh, place, that particular situation that you have to embrace. Because today exactly. when I went to cycling into the nearby village, uh, I was totally mesmerized with the kind of view they have got, the kind mm. of farms they have got. And I just stayed for a longer. I took a pit stop and it was for a uh, like, normally I wait for five minutes, but then I spent 15 minutes into that particular moment. I just wanted to soak into that particular moment. So it was that. kind of a feeling that I would cherish. Because yeah. these moments won't come again and again. You might be experiencing a very different feeling, but you may not be into a similar mood on that particular time. You had mm-hmm. a fight and then you're just uh, on a previous day and you're just um, going for a cycling or going to gym to just uh, get that focus on, from away from your mind. So those there could be various reasons for it, but you have to make sure that how you're feeling at that particular moment, you have to live that moment. And then mm-hmm. for that particular thing, you don't need to pursue. It will come naturally to you. Mm-hmm. That is how we have to go ahead with the life. And uh, see, Simona, we, uh, our life is a kind of a mixture of uh, many things. So if we have to put a guide to our life, there are a few elements that I would, I would love to ask to you. Like mm-hmm. if there has to be happiness, if there has to be a meaning or connection, uh, which one particular value you would be choosing and why? Oh, um. I know, like it's totally different and (laughs) not interlinked, but again, the perspective that will help people to know like what to choose in what scenario. Mm -hmm. So that's okay. That's a really good question. So uh, on the theme of like values, like you asked me like what value would I pick, but I would actually say what values would the listener pick. So one thing that I did at the beginning of 2023 that was completely transformational in my life was understanding what were my core values as a human being. What did I value in someone else, in a person, in business, in life, in family, whatever. And I listed all of these these values out and I actually took time to do it and to create it. I worked with someone and he helped me create it all. And um the the top three are kindness, care, connection, and then there was honesty and authenticity. Those are the five values that I integrate into my life every single day. So if it doesn't have kindness, care, and connection, I will not do it, and I will not stand for it. And so 
that allows me to live in integrity with myself because then I'm delivering, even if it's like a really hard thing to say to someone or a hard message to get across or, or something in a, in a time that is really challenging, how am I delivering with the most amount of kindness, care, and connection? And I always prioritize those three things. And so if you're looking for more happiness, look inward and find what the values are in yourself and how you live those values every single day. And they're going to be different for everybody, right? Values are different for everyone. And so that allows you to live with your soul first. You, You know what I mean? Instead of, instead of just doing things because you think that you're supposed to. Yeah, just because you exist. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and would that uh, be the same? Like, if you have to like, create a recipe for happiness, will the, will those be the same ingredients for it? That I would say for sure. And also, I would add in discovering our own inner peace. That is my recipe for happiness. It would be like your values plus what brings you the most inner peace equals happiness. So do you at times, uh, like at any time, get distracted with the kind of external happenings and does that disturb your inner peace? Oh, uh, all the time, all the time. <laughs> but, then, but, then I remind me, but then I remind myself that I have those values for a reason, right? And then I know now, it's taken me years to figure it out, but like I know now what those things are that's going to make me drop back in and be like, okay, it doesn't have to be that big of a deal. So for example, um, I, I'm a very emotional person. Okay. I have a lot of emotions all the time about everything. And so I know that if I'm in a situation maybe where I feel unhappy about something, um, I know that like, I need to take a step back. Otherwise I'm going to say something that I'm going to regret, you know, but you learn those things and that's how you learn them through trial and error. Not everybody like, you know, we don't always know that about ourselves in the beginning. And so it takes time. It really, it, it takes time to figure it out. Absolutely. Simona, I have been loving this conversation. You have been totally honest with respect to each and every word. And that is how uh, it has to be because then this topic is not something that we have to underrate. It's more important uh, aspect of our life. Uh, The happiness should happen and it should happen in each and every person's life is what Mm. I believe. And now coming on to the last part, we are on Glitters of Life podcast. So when I say this word Glitters of Life, what does it mean to you? And if you have a very last message to the audience, what it would be? Glitters of life for me means that little sparkle in every day, no matter what you're going through every single day. There is always that little piece of hope that you can find within yourself or within others or within your situation that can take you deeper into the connection with yourself and deeper into the connection with other people. So that is what I think when I think glitters of life. And I think it's an important reminder that there's always something in our day that we can find that joy and gratitude for. We just sometimes have to look extra hard for it, but it's always there. Always there. There's always a a ray of hope out there. You just have to cling, cling onto the um, like, the rope of hope is what exactly. I believe. And like is there something that you are going to do differently in 2024 with respect to whatever you have done in 2023? Yes, I am focusing more on my 
relationships with other people. And honestly, the relationship with myself, you know, one thing that I realized is I, I was on a, I'm in this mastermind for business and um, we were having this conversation yesterday and he had this like life coach on and the guy was really good. And um, he was saying, he said, anyone who wants to unmute themselves and have a conversation, like, you know, unmute yourself. And so I did. I, and I said to him, I said, I have a fear of success. I have a fear of my own success. I have a fear of like all these different things. And then he started going deeper and deeper and deeper. And he's like, why, why is that? And I said, because I, I said, I don't, I don't really know. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, you know, would you ever talk to yourself the way you would talk to, you know, your nephew or, you know, whatever. And I said, no, never, I would never do that. And he said, okay, so why do you, why do you do that to yourself? And I said, I literally just came out of my, came out of my mouth. And I was like, because I don't love myself in the same way. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, that was very interesting. I was not planning on, on going there. But then I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, I've, I've spent so much time, so many years of my life worrying about everybody else around me that this, I feel like 2024 is like, I need to take care of myself. And like, you need to take care of yourself too, because you cannot take care of other people. And you can't have good relationships with others. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, you just can't. It's, I think, I think they're, they're necessary for, in order to, they're ne it's necessary in order to, to live a happy life. Yeah. And relationships are like, uh it's kind of a fleeting thing as well. Like people have been taking it very casually these days and mm -hmm. it's a kind of a two way bridge. You just mm -hmm. have to walk on a, like a parallel lines and then it will be more uh, viable uh, to connect with the people to stay relevant with, uh, into their own life as well. And I wish that, uh, it happens to you. You, uh, connect with a lot of individuals. I have won a friend today. I wouldn't, uh, say that. Uh, it has been such a lovely conversation, Simona, and you. wishing you all the best for your future endeavors. And if anyone wants to get in touch with respect to podcast production or want to listen to Simona's podcast, uh, the episode link and her website link or the details would be in the episode description. Please make a way out there and do drop us feedback. Would love to hear from you all. And thank you so much again, Simona. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. The pleasure is all mine. Definitely. Stay happy, stay healthy. Bye-bye. Take care.